What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I am Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Ms. Get Fit with Jay. We are back with another quarantine episode, extending the life of the culture one episode at a time. Jay, what's up? How you doing over there? I'm doing as good as I can do. That's all I can do. Yep. Truly, um, it's a sombering time and moment. Um, we're going to bypass all small talk today and get straight into our Wait What. Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, wait what? what? And of course, our Wait What for this week is the killing um, of George Floyd, another unarmed Black man being literally murdered by the police. Video cameras doesn't matter anymore. Witnesses don't matter. They never have. But the just the blatant murder of our Black men is, is another virus, is another pandemic, right? And um, Jay, I don't know about you, but I'm watching a video yesterday and literally i started thinking about everybody i thought about bryson i thought about nick i thought about my uncle i thought about um our men i thought about roy i thought about troy i was just like there's literally no way we don't know we don't know who's next we don't know if anybody can be saved everybody your black skin is all that's required that's it that's it and it's so upsetting to me because and i'm not saying that if you are doing a violent crime you deserve to be murdered because like i stated in the last podcast you're you're trained to handle these type of situations and take these people down and arrest them without any casualties without any lives lost unless they were threatening your own however the fact that this was a non-violent, so non-violent, try, and I'm not even sure if the counterfeit story was even true, but he was literally, literally just doing the most non-violent, illegal thing one can do, and his life was taken because of it? Yep. Well, that wasn't the reason. Of course, it was because it was racism. As it always is. As it always is. Oh, my God. And, and yeah, just like you, I think about all the Black men in this community. And then, of course, always in the headlines, it's always if they're a father. And that just really, really, really just father of two. You destroy so many lives. You destroy families. You destroy finances. You destroy You destroy generations what they could have learned from this man grandchildren that may may never have met him it's it's so upsetting it's very upsetting jay and one thing i'm liking about this particular incident is the way we have taken over his narrative right and even and I and I don't mean just like on social media the way we're talking about him about him being a community leader. I saw videos about him, you know, being upset about gang and gun violence. But I literally watched a mainstream news show today, 
and they had a white woman on there talking about him, talking about how much of an activist he was in the community, her working with him and how he was just for, you know, bringing people together and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, finally, because you, like you said in the last episode, when you were talking about the, the woman uh, shoplifting, you were like, if we had a read an article about one of us doing that, the narrative would have been about our past criminal record and all this. I have not seen that with George Floyd. You know what I mean? I've, yeah. The narrative has been different. And I think, you know, we, uh, people of color, have done a phenomenal job of making sure that's what we know about him first and foremost. And I like that part. Right. And there's been a lot of people just shutting down all of the people who usually have some type of, well, what about black on black crime? Listen, if you, are one of those people who always want to bring black on black crime up. That has nothing to do with this situation. Number one, we're, we, we, we will be, um, justice will be served. When, when we harm another black person, white person, any other race, justice will be served. We will be locked up or whatever the situation is, you know, happens to call for. But when it's an officer or white person, period, they don't they don't get their just due and yeah. so hopefully this time we will keep the focus on where it should be this yeah. man was murdered by a police officer i do not want to hear on black hear anything about black on black crime please period it's period. so disrespectful it, it, it's super disrespectful jay did you see the video though though of the minneapolis mayor talking about him i read you know it's for for some reason this case I, I, it's hard for me to watch anything, even someone saying, like, I have to read it so I can process it a little slower because when I'm watching videos, it all, it overwhelms me for some reason. So I read what he said um, about, it was just basically blatant murder, period. Exactly, exactly. And it was, it made me really happy, like, to see him talking about like the officers need to be arrested, you know, the murderers. And he said, you know, they were murderers, right? Like this man was murdered. This man was killed, like called it what it was. You know what I mean? And he even said um, during this press conference, he was like, not to mention black men have been put in jail for far less. Girl. Exactly. Like so stand, for, stand up for us, stands with us. We don't make up that much of, we are a minority. We don't make up that much of a population. So yes, we need to band together. People who are on our side, and I think I said the last um, episode, I mean, you may not necessarily be an accessory to the crime by omission, but if you don't stand up with us, it's, it's almost like you are condoning it by omission. Yes, yeah, silence is an action. Period. Oh, silence is an action. Yeah, choosing to remain silent is an action. Absolutely agree. Um, for those of you who want to do something, um, I follow Sean King, who's a big activist, and he has a website called Justice for Big Floyd, justiceforbigfloyd.com, www.justiceforbigfloyd.com. You can go on uh, that website. There's a phone number you can call. There's a petition you can sign. Um, so I've done that. And, um, you know, so that we can rally together and get these officers. They, well, they've all been fired, um, but that's not, that's not going to be enough. 
that's definitely not enough. Hecky no. Hecky no. Especially, you know, right after, what is it, Amy Cooper tried to, I don't care what anyone says, Amy Cooper in Central Park who lied on that black man and said he was trying to attack her or he he was threatening her. She tried to get that man killed. She tried to get that man killed. There is nothing anyone can tell me that says she did not try to at least get that man harmed. She needs to be in jail right beside them. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. The fact that these white women or white people can know, knows for a fact that now one of the things they have in their artillery is that they can literally weaponize law enforcement against us. It's crazy to me. They, they now they're doubling down on their privilege. They're like, oh, and we can get away with it. Like I can literally call the cops on the black person and mm-hmm. they will of course come out and take my side before they listen to the black person's side in, in, in the first place. And I can literally, you know, get you out of a space I don't want you in. I'm walking my dog in a park. I don't want to see you here. I can weaponize the police and call them on you. I'm in my gym in my apartment working now and I don't think like, you don't look like you live in a building. I can call the police and, 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 and weaponize them against you. And then- the, the audacity, because they ask stuff like, what's your name? Where do you live? What's your address? I'm telling, it's like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And what I'm, I'm afraid of, because with me raising Black children, with me having a Black man, I'm, I'm, I'm right in the middle with when the police pull you over, when the police stop you, when the police... I'm in the middle of just listen to them and just do whatever they say. And then I'm also on the other side, like, you better not find out. Let me find out you've been shucking and jiving and yes, sir, and no, sir. Like, you are a human being just like everyone else. But being that and exercising those rights will get you killed. Period. We don't have the same rights, Jay. We don't have the same rights. We don't have the same opportunity. We don't have the same voice. We you know, policing, just like uh, healthcare, just like education, just like housing is all the, the systemic racism is so embedded into the system, right? Remember what we said on the last episode, if the problem is so big that it can be solved in your lifetime, then it ain't big enough. We will right. never, we just won't, we just won't see this upended in our time. There's no way. Anytime, like I'm almost convinced that it's an underground underground like militant kkk type of band who oh yeah giving orders Why wouldn't it be killed yeah it's, it's just it's just too i'm like nah this is just too intentional this is just too i mean how, how you got my your knee on my man neck for nearly 10 minutes with your hand in your pot that i wish people i i have to I, maybe i just need to stay off social media because i think sharing the picture might be impactful but seeing it it just deflates me. It just deflates. I can't. This man has a family. This man has people who loves him. This man. And to see that, to see the way his life ended so casually, so cavalier, just, mm, I'm just going to keep my knee here. So what? Mm, I'll just leave it here, even though I know I, there's history showing that people have died in this exact manner. Yep. And I'm sure training shows that you can kill in that manner. That we we're not crazy. We're not stupid. We know that you know that that would kill that man. Yeah, it absolutely. wasn't an accident. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. The man and did. at the very least, he was trying to keep it there until he passed out, blacked out. Maybe he didn't think he would die. Maybe he just thought he would just really traumatize and hurt that man to the point where he would weaken him as a man and he would always be show him that he's, in, you know, feel inferior. Maybe that was the goal, but either way. Man, oh, I'm so hot over this. Good grief. Jay. Yeah, like real tears. I was laying, you know, I text Bay like, you better come home to me every day. Like, I'm not like, and that's an order you can give, but really, you know what I mean? It's more like a prayer. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, how? yeah. How? You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and all of these underlying problems that's not even exposed, Black women getting sexually assaulted, uh, when they get pulled over and fearful of their lives, so they comply. I mean, it, there are so many different, and black women get killed frequently as well. So we, when the headlines don't reach us, we don't know this stuff. But if you pick your phone up or pick your laptop or whatever and search this stuff, black men and women. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are getting murdered. And a lot of the murders are covered up saying that something happened in jail, um, health reasons or, you know, they choked or they fell or the, you know, I remember one person got murdered by them, putting them in a hot shower, locking the doors and not turning the water off. We are really, we have not, we're free, but we haven't made much progress. And in a way that I feel even a little satisfied. Nope, me either, Jack. There's a phenomenal YouTube video um, that I watched last year uh, about all of the black women that have been killed by police, because you're right, the, the narrative is mostly just stop killing our men or black men, but it's really black people. And there is like a long, a long laundry list of black women who have been killed by um, police. And this YouTube video was just detailing their stories. And I was just that's when I got hip to it. Like, wow, I was believing the narrative black because those are the ones we see black men, black men. But um, us, just us killing us, our babies, just killing us, right? Yeah, and sometimes it's not murdering us per se. It's indirect, like denying us medical care when we need it. You know, yeah. I have yeah. an asthma. I have, I feel really, really ill. And, they, and them just ignoring us and leaving us in the cell, man. It's, I'm telling you. Yeah, we you're have, right. We, we, let's not even begin to talk about secondhand murder. Right. That's not let's not even begin to talk about that. That's everything from, you know, I'm in the the hallway in the corridor in the hospital and you decide to choose Karen to get the respiration right. instead of me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And because she reminded you of your mom or she reminded you of your grandma, right? Right. Or we probably don't hurt that bad. So we you we can wait. Or we, we can hire pay. I'm gonna assume you don't have insurance, even though both of you um don't have your insurance card, but Man, you're more likely not to have. You're more. You more likely are not a. You know, don't make a major con contribution to society, so we can afford to lose you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's so disgusting. I'm gonna make up a narrative in my mind that makes me feel good about the decision I'm making. Yep. Right. Nailed it. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my. It's not even my. Wait, what? It's just. Is this really, is this really to the day we die? Is this really going to be our experience? Mm -hmm. This? Yep. yep. And literally, not to mention how many people you kill by killing him, right? What about his mom? I was watching a video with his sister and she just crying. I was watching a video with his 
his best one of his closest friends right like the 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 way this blatant murder and the the uh the least likelihood of them ever getting justice that's literally weathering by definition mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. how's gonna wear and tear on his family and friends and community who saw him every day his baby girl his daughter who who you know what i mean that's literally weathering we've literally shortened yeah. their lives by murdering him exactly and that's why i mentioned finances there's someone who may have to take on a different job or a second job to cover what he was covering absolutely so uh man he could have been helping his mom out sisters and brothers out like when you kill a person when a person leaves this earth you it's not just them no absolutely not absolutely not souls and heart hearts break souls are broken spirits are broken homes are broken but you know no one you know you just you just another man with your you know with your knee in somebody's neck you ain't thinking about that you know, your colleagues are standing by like it's nothing. They're not thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane. It's insane. I, can't, I simply cannot. I simply cannot. I don't even know how to make the transition. <laughs> it's like, well, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, but let's talk about, you know, um, mental viruses and... Um, Cause this can tie into it, you know, and what this means for us, that what this, how, how this sets our mind, because I promise you, Jay, I've literally been angry at Caucasians all day, like straight up angry. Like I could, I don't know. Like, I remember I was watching a show or a movie or something and it was um, based on a true story though. And this guy he thought his son was murdered by a black guy. He thought this, his son was murdered by this uh, black gang member. And so they never uh, captured his son's killer, but he had heard through the streets that he had been murdered by this black gang member. So he spent like the next 10, 15 years despising black people, young black people, you know what I mean? Because he thought his mm-hmm. son was murdered by him. And then when he found out the truth, which he, his son wasn't murdered by a young black kid, it changed the thing. But the way he treated black people and everything was based on that experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so mentally, what does that do to the rest of us? Like it just, well, there was already a major divide, obviously. Right. But it is significantly, the bridge is getting bigger. It's, it's becoming even more us and them. Even though there's plenty who stand with us, who, you know, record with us, who yell with us and all that stuff. But, but like you always say, because I don't know who good and who ain't, y'all all ain't good until you prove to me, you know what I'm saying? Otherwise. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad you remember. If you remember, forgot anything I've said, please remember that. I can't you. You. No, no. If I'm assume one thing is that to proceed with caution. Extreme. Proceed with caution when I'm around you until you prove that I can do otherwise. Period. That's it. That's it. All so. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, I was listening to a podcast, um, which that inspired this podcast. And um, well, first I want to give a good quote um, I heard, and I really love this quote. And um, I was like, okay. So the quote is, you are free to choose, but you are not free to choose the consequences of your choice. I love that quote. Yeah. I love 
that quote. And I, I wish I would have known it years ago when people always wanted to tell me about, well, you got to die someday or you got to, you know, always had an excuse as to why their behavior wasn't the behavior that, that led them to, um, to, you know, a more, I don't want to just make it about health though. I, you know, my mind is so, so all around right now. So I'll say to make better decisions for their life. Like why, why their choices, why their everyday choices didn't lead them to make better decisions for their lives. And it, and it's usually always about, well, you, you have to die someday or, or what's, what's people's favorite balance? Um, a little bad, a little good, a little good, a little bad. Mm-hmm. Or um, moderation. And people think that not only with food, not only with just things that you can, with exercise and diet and things like that, people think that about a lot of things. You If you do enough good, the bad you do to people doesn't really count. If I'm nice to most people, Mm-hmm. then the two people that I kind of treat like crap, mm, it doesn't count. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or if I, if I do the quota, which you hate, Lisa, mm-hmm. if I do the quota that my job asks for and I slack off for the last three hours, <laughs> it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. And there's always consequences. And I'm not saying you have to walk around with a halo on your head, but let's, let's really consider that we can't act like victims to our choices. Mm-mm. We, we, you know, I, I, I've been there. I've acted, I've acted like a victim to my choice, but in hindsight, it, the writing, you, you wrote the words on the wall. The writing was there because you wrote it. Period. And, and we have to start making smarter decisions, especially this topic is about mind viruses especially when the thoughts and our actions and the way we speak, the way we move, the things we do infect other people. We talk a lot about mindset, whether it's in the fitness world, you know, whether it's in the plant-based world, whether it's in the, the, the workforce, whatever. We talk about your mindset a lot. And we, and we talk about it in a sense of you, ha- you have to change your mindset. And we, we rarely speak on because you begin to infect other people. We just stop. We started and we stop it with that person. But the way you think, the way you move, the choices you make, people are watching you. Whether it's your coworkers, whether if you, you have your own corporation or your own business and the people up under you. Like the way you think and the way you move is your mindset can be a virus that infects people, good or bad. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, but you got to have the level of self-awareness because what about the people who just don't care what nobody else think? I'm just being me. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. Like, and, or what about the people who I never asked to be a role model? I didn't ask for that. I'm not responsible for what they do. I don't know. I didn't ask to be a role model either. No one asked. Ask, who who asked to be a where did that even come from? I never asked to be a role. Who who did? Nobody asked to be a role model. If you're a person who cons- considers yourself a stand-up person in your community, if you're a, a person that considers yourself a value 
to the people that are around you, then you 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 stand in that role model position by default. Nobody asks to be a role model. You think you think that when when my friends come over and we want to curse and and we want to talk the way we you think I'm sitting looking at my kids like I never asked to be a role model. I just wanted some kids. No. Some of the decisions you made put you in the position to you're automatically a role model. I didn't tell my sisters to have kids. I didn't tell them to make me an auntie. I didn't say when I go to the store and I'm talking to, to the person beside me and there's an 18-year-old behind me, I didn't ask to be a, to, to, to put myself in a position. So when you see me walking the way I talk to carry myself with grace and, and sophistication in front of you and not to be all, you know, giving you the prime example of a stereotypical angry or disrespectful talking loud on my phone and not paying attention or not saying hi to the cashier because I'm not no role model. You think I asked for that? Uh, you know what? I might be too angry for this podcast. <laughs> wait, I, I, don't wait. <laughs> don't pull back now. You want one. <laughs> so in my feelings that I can't even not talk aggressively. Like I'm so it's okay. Pick a people. Yes, Nobody right. asks to be a role model. You're right. You don't give applications to be a role model. You fall into that position. You're right. And now, if you don't care about it, that's one thing. But you can't pick and choose and straddle the fence. Because when you don't want to be a role model, then you should be behind closed doors. I don't think you should be in front of watching, learning eyes and spirits and, and and making those connections that you can mold and then say you don't want to be a role model yeah no I, I don't i don't know i don't stand by that everyone has choices that they can make and if you choose not to be a role model at all times i think you're failing your community period yeah but yeah so but some people see all i asked to be was a celebrity right all i all i asked to be was an influencer um, and I thought, and I didn't mean to have a baby. It just happened. So I don't want the responsibility that comes with setting example and watching what I say and understanding that people are going to emulate and model my behavior. So it doesn't, you're right. I didn't ask for it. All I asked for what is what I asked for. I mean, I've heard celebrities say that. I didn't. I didn't. I've heard celebrities say that as well. And my personal opinion is because I believe around the age of maybe 25 to 30 is when you come full circle to what your parents taught you. I don't care how much you buck up against what they said and you went against the grain and you tried to you know, do everything that they didn't teach you. When you get a certain point in life and your parents put, put something, molded you and, and taught you and didn't give up on you and loved on you, I think that thing comes around full circle. I think those people who's talking that are people who did not have love and did not have role models. Mm. I just, I can't see a person who was raised with that type of value system come in an age where now you, you, you know, you think more clearly and you're more emotionally developed and you're saying, I ain't asked to be, no, nah, because you grew up in that environment with the person who probably raised you didn't ask to be. So this right. is just a, a cycle. Yeah. So when it comes to mind viruses, then, um, and how what you think influences or how what you think is influenced by other people without you realizing it, right? 
Mm-hmm. How do you how do you think we begin to undo that or unravel that or even acknowledge that it's happening? Like, so I think most people think they're independent thinkers. I think most people think that their thoughts are original. I, I don't think a lot of us are aware how supplanted a lot of our yeah. ideologies are, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not realizing like, like when they say like the music you listen to can turn you into a murderer. It really can. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Like the listening to violence every day or things about sleeping with women, spending money, driving big cars, wearing heavy chains, you know, um, all of this stuff, selling drugs that influences you. Right. And you begin to normalize it. Think it's okay. Think it's cool. Just like listening to motivational things um, can do the, have the exact same impact. Right. So Tell me what you were telling me earlier, Jay, when you defined the mind virus about like that can ki- that can kill you too. Girl, what? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Don't <laughs> let I- the people down now, Jay. Come on down. <laughs> I don't, Lisa. When I tell you, I have no idea what wow. I. Wow! <laughs> it was literally ten minutes. I cannot believe you. <laughs> Listen, I am in my feelings today I was speaking from the heart I didn't write it down um but I know for one a mind virus it just like a vi- it replicates it replicates thoughts and ideas yeah and so if you feel like you said I ain't no role model I ain't no role model I just want to do that like those thoughts begin to replicate and pro- and then eventually it projects and passes on to the next person. Yeah. Um, or even if you're isolated, all viruses, if you don't have anything to disrupt that thing, it can kill you just like the virus that's going around now. Just because no one came in contact with you again and gave you another dose of the virus, that doesn't mean people didn't die from it. Like your the virus that you, uh, certain viruses can kill you if you don't try to get rid of those viruses. All I, all I used to do when I first became aware of how much our thoughts and our, and our food and the things that we ate, it, it just everything like that impacted our health mentally, emotionally, and physically, was try to be an evangelist and teach people these things and teach people these things. That's when I was first aware of ignorance, really. <laughs> That's when I realized, like, wow, people really don't want to learn stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that you have to take my word as law, but at least let it be available to hear it and on your own time decide if this is something that you want to apply to your life but some people will dismiss it immediately to me that's just keeping the virus going and then just like the client you had remember um when you had that client and her mom was like you haven't been eating that dairy that's why you got all that mucus coming out or whatever and she tried to give herself what she tried to give her she told her to eat more cheese because uh, ain't no way all that mucus supposed to be coming out her body that fast. Exactly. If you don't make yourself make more knowledge available to you, and if you don't take the time to digest it properly, 
you're susceptible to really keeping that type of fixed mindset and you can die. You can literally die from it. People, the leading cause of death is, I'm, dare I say it, a fixed mindset. <laughs> dare I say it, the heart disease, the diabetes, the obesity, mm-hmm. but it runs in my family. Dare I say that, that the people are dying, the leading cause of death is a fixed mindset? What, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm willing to agree with that um, because, and, and, and I would vary the cause of the definition of death too, right? And not even necessarily talking about no longer with us, right? Because um, we know there's a whole bunch of walking dead. Mm-hmm. So those, because the fixed mindset means you have normalized dysfunction, right? And mm-hmm. you're okay, you're, you've accepted that things aren't going to change. Um, you've, de- should I say decided, not accepted, that things aren't going to change, that this is what it is. Um, um, this is going to be my fate. There's we, it's nothing we can do about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're literally the walking dead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're consuming more than you're producing, which makes you a non-productive member of society, right? So really... Mental viruses, like you said, they a virus in by definition has to latch on to um, a host to, to mm-hmm. duplicate itself, right? That's the only way a virus can live. A bacteria can live on its own without a host, but a virus needs a host to live to survive. And so these toxic thoughts get into your mind, i.e., the host, and they begin to magnify, grow, and reproduce, right? And one negative thought and belief leads to another negative thought and belief. Um, and here we are five, 10, you know, 20 years later, nothing's changed. Dysfunction is thriving all over the place. You're passing it down to the next generations. It's just, you know, you know, epigenetic genetic modification. It's just out of control. And so right. it's killed your spirit. It's killed your soul. And now you're doing the same thing to the people around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the things that they stated on the podcast that I really could relate to is that our minds are like puzzles. So when we're given a piece of information or data that fits, we keep it. And if we, if it doesn't fit, we discard it. So if a person tells you something you kind of already wanted to hear or thought, mm-hmm. it adds on. It adds on to it. So you feel like oh, I knew I. I knew, I knew meat was the primary source of protein because you wanted to think that it fits into the puzzle that you already had. It slides right into that, to that slot, that missing. But when someone comes along and tells you, oh, no, 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 no. You can actually, uh, you can actually get protein from plant. It doesn't fit into the puzzle. So you're, you're so quick to discard it, not listen. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it, and it hurts me because I see it. I see it way bigger on a way bigger spectrum than just nutrition. You know, when you tell a person, you, don't, you know, you don't have to let a person talk to you that way, treat you that way, your husband, your spouse, your, you know, you don't have to stay at that job, right? But, but if that's all you've ever thought, I thought I would work at Ford for 30 years and retire. So what I'm telling you, it doesn't fit into that slot. So now I sound crazy and you're discarding what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it, our, fit, our mindsets can be so toxic to us. Mm-hmm. So, so, to- all I want for people to do 
before before they leave this earth is to live. That's all I want. I want I want people to know what it feels like to just thrive and just and wake up and 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 be in a, a relationship that they don't have to fight for every day or a job that they don't hate every day or a body that's not slowly but surely turning on them because you turned on it first. I just I just really I just really want people to know that 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 is available to you. That it's not some whimsical fantasy that we just throwing out here. Like it's real. But you really have to latch on to the belief and know that it takes work. It's not it's not a fairy tale to get these things. Nope. But it's it's real. And you and you really I remember my goal this year was to uh, keep a plant alive. <laughs> I have a brown thumb. I have a brown thumb. I, I would tell Nick to buy me plants. They would die or whatever. And then I realized that I was trying to put the same energy into the plant as I put into things that I already knew how to do well. And it re- required a much higher part of me. You're not good with plants. You have to read about plants. You have to watch YouTube video about plants. You have to get up and take care of these plants and talk to these plants and water these plants and rotate these plants. If you want these plants to stay alive and healthy, you got to do, you can't do the same, you can't do things that that's new to you with the same energy that you've been doing things that's old to you. And you've just been mastering that. No. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to be a beginner again. You got to learn how to be a student again. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's That's it. Be a beginner again. Know that the reward far outweighs, I'm not going to say the sacrifice, but it far outweighs the the work that you have to put into it. As far as if it, it benefits you so well, not just on the fact that you're receiving what you set out to do, but on the fact that you you get to actually en- enjoy something you worked hard for, it feels good to put in work and then reap the benefits. It's to, it feels good to actually put effort into something every day and reap the benefits, not just casually get the benefits like, you know, let me, let me clock in the work. You know what I mean? Like, that's a different type of real. Yeah, you're going to get your paycheck. But what about that thing you really, really desired? Mm-hmm. You worked hard at it. And now you see the fruits of your labor. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you don't know where to start with your health, you want to start at the Black Health Academy. www.theblackhealthacademy.com <laughs> Jay, they just don't know where to start, sis. Listen, <laughs> I was waiting on you. I've been waiting on you the whole time. I've been waiting on you the whole time, sis. Listen, listen over 700 people can't be wrong, Jay. Listen. No. Including me. Including yeah. me. I'm, I'm vouching for it right now, so. <laughs> I ain't never had 700 friends all say the same thing and they was wrong. Never. <laughs> you might want to uh, head over to the blackhealthacademy.com and get your whole life together with this here uh, 
free master classes, workouts. We talked about the mental health piece today. That's in there, psychological fitness. Then you want to roll through and say, this ain't enough. I need to work with somebody one-on-one. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Take a handle on that there. Personal health coaching with a certified health coach, fitness, nutrition, plant-based nutrition. Walk you through getting rid of the mental virus. That's the piece right there. You know, I absolutely love teaching health, nutrition, personal development, self-enhancement. And it's amazing sometimes just what people will uncover with just a neutral ear on the other end. Really, when I'm coaching clients, they really coaching themselves. They talk themselves right through and up out the problem. They just needed somebody to hear them out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just need to latch on. You just really need to latch on to someone to help make, make it make sense for yourself. Um, because if you know you struggle with um, a toxic mindset, if you, if you feel like you've been infected, you know, um, because these negative thoughts and negative actions don't went viral, honey. And so if you know you've been infected by it, uh, then it's time to get help. It's stop trying to DIY this thing. You done tried every strategy. It ain't the strategy. It's the end user, right? And so attach yourself to a new thought ideology to attach yourself to a totally new outlook and way of doing things um and it's time to really shift things in a different direction because you don't know who else you're infecting and that's the biggest piece maybe maybe it'd be cool if you was just taking yourself down but you taking somebody down with you and you don't even realize it you know what i mean you venting and talking spitting all that venom to your best friend or your cousin or to your mother or to your coworker, not realizing it's seeping into them now right? And so don't take people with you, okay? And so latch on, whether that be a therapist, whether that be a coach, whether that be the Black Health Academy, um, whether that just starts off with finding you a motivational speaker to watch on YouTube, make sure you start getting different energy poured into your life in any area of your life that needs it, whether it's your financial life, your professional life, right? Your love life, your health, whatever area needs, to be resuscitated get after it today get after it today don't wait don't wait until you've had enough or don't wait until you're fed up or don't wait until somebody else is showing signs of being affected and you might think you might have done the the damage right don't wait like you know work needs to be done let's get to work though the world is a better place when you wake up every day and decide to be a better person that's what it is there and that that's what it is okay i felt like i had said something okay <laughs> i wasn't wondering i said did i say something or did i you said okay. something you definitely said something <laughs> sure. and, and get you, a, get you at least one good cheerleader too get you one good cheerleader and uh you got the formula right there and and also don't wait for the test to change. That's one of the things that we talked about previously. Your test is not going to always stay the same. It gets harder the longer you wait. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's it, it, it it the exact same questions on the test every time, but yet the test still getting harder. I don't think they caught it. <laughs> I don't think they caught it either, sis. You keep retaking the same test. The questions ain't in a different order. They're not worded differently. You keep taking the same test, yet it keeps getting more and more difficult to pass. Why? I tell you why. You're studying out of a different textbook, and you keep restudying the same content. 
So you're going to keep taking the same test with the same questions, but you never, you never master that content because you never seek information from anywhere else. If you keep reading content that say all protein comes from meat and you keep taking this test that's telling you the answer is plants, you're going to keep getting it wrong. That's all we're saying. That, that was it, Jay. That was it. Yeah, that was it's a word. Too it's, too, it's too heavy. It's too heavy. It's too heavy to die. Let's leave them with that. Let's leave them with that. They got to process that. Okay. 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 Leave that right there. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode, hopefully one, um, with at least some good information uh, with regarding George Floyd, uh, some positive news for the community, um, and still not uh, letting it uh, lie on the back burner that African-Americans are still uh, perishing from COVID-19 heavily. I just listened to a whole expose on it uh, by the New York Times, and it's just just heartbreaking and insane. Uh, so we're 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 getting it from both ends here, right? Police brutality, um, police basically police mass murder and um, virus, right? And so uh, go hug somebody, tell them you love them. Don't wait, you know, do that thing you was gonna do, say that thing you was gonna say. And remember what I said several episodes ago: when somebody crosses your mind, uh, that is your cue to reach out to them. Don't be disobedient, right? It's never a coincidence when they reach out to you and you say, oh, I was just thinking about you. The reason you was just thinking about them, but, and, but they had to call you is because you were disobedient. So we need to latch on to the people we love um, right now and make sure we keep them close to our heart and chest so everybody knows how we feel about them while they're still here. Yep. Uh, sexy closing, Jay. Thank you. All right. Until, <laughs> next time, until next time, this is the Black Health Academy podcast. Be well. Be well, friends.